Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Keep your pistols loaded, boys, and right there by your side. You never know what's coming And it could save your life Cause this world it's getting wicked And it's full of evil men And they may come to kill you But you don't know where or when Just take me back to sanity When men were all still men And we hung the wicked For the lawless shit they did but now men will dress like women, hell, this world, it's gone insane. We've lost all of our heroes, and I still miss John Wayne. Now the wolves are in sheep's clothing, and they prey upon the weak. Just like during COVID, they're hurting them like sheep. And I read it in the Bible, so I think the end is near. Cause what's wrong is right, and right is wrong, truth has disappeared. Just take me back to sanity, the men were all still men. And we hung the wicked for the lawless shit they did. But now men will dress like women, hell world it's gone insane we've lost all of our heroes and i still miss john wayne now woke it is the outcry from the victims they create they alter little boys and girls but I say mutilate. Take me back to sanity. Men were all still men. And we hung the wicked for the lawless shit they did. But now men will dress like women. Hell, this world, it's gone insane. We've lost all of our heroes. And I still miss John Wayne. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism, socialism, Marxism, all of it. Just wrapped up in a nice little bundle and coming into the United States of America. And it's already here, people. And uh, that was Ken Tree CE music on TikTok. And uh, I saw that one today and I had to play it. So uh, that was a good one. I really enjoyed that one. And I think you did too, because there is so much truth in music coming out. We're almost, it's almost like we're in a cultural revolution right now. And it's an amazing time to be alive, but it's also a very scary time to be alive. And, uh, Shit, man. We're, we are the 13th day of February, 2024. It's going to get a lot crazier, people. 
It's going, it's going right now. You're probably going to 2024. You're like, what? <laughs> and by the end of 2024, you're just going to be like, I just want to break in 2025. Really? Tonight's show is infiltration instead of inf infiltration and invasion. And the reason I picked that title is because, well, it's, it's, there's two parts of this puzzle is we have been infiltrated for a very, very long time. Phil Haney, the DHS whistleblower, reminded us of that back in 2009, 2010, when he whistleblew on the Barack Obama administration, talking about the infiltration of the Muslim Brotherhood into the United States bureaucracy, and that there was various different Iranian and Muslim Brotherhood handlers within our government in high-ranking positions, like um, Hillary Clinton's handler, Huma Abedin, whose father was the founder of the Muslim Brotherhood, like Valerie Jarrett, who is Iranian and close ties to the Iranian government. I don't know. Maybe we start looking there. So we already had the infiltration aspect. This has been long well established, but now we're seeing the invasion aspect and this is coming at the Southern border. And there was a, an interesting stat that I saw today. There's a lot of things that like, not a lot, but there's a few things I want to cover today and it's all out of order. But that's okay, because that's just me. Um, I was even out of order when Vince was here, so it doesn't matter. I just kind of throw stuff up and put it into a sequence. And if it flows, it flows. If it doesn't, we'll, we'll make it flow, right? But breaking news today, 4,344% increase. 4,344% increase in the amount of Chinese immigrants at the U.S. border. That's significant, people. I, I can't explain how massive that actually is. There's actually a, a video I want to put out there. There's, um, there's a video I want to play on this topic specifically. I have to go to my TikTok to get it because it, it brings a lot of context to what we're talking about right now. And there it is. I want to go like this. I got to copy that link. Link is copied. Now I got to email. You know, I wish there was an easier way to do this with technology. Now I got to email the link to myself. Eh, that's okay. But, but this guy really breaks it down. And I meant to have this pulled up ahead of time. But that's okay. It's only going to take a second. Let me just pull up my email real quick. And we're going to play this other video because it's going to bring a lot of context. I'm going to play a few videos today because there's a lot of them out there right now that have a lot of great context of what's really going on in the world. All right. I got the video. Wow. That was quick. That was actually not bad. Okay. We didn't have to wait too long. Uh, this guy, this is Russ Dubas. Um, he's been all over TikTok for a while now, but I'm glad he's speaking the truth. Listen to this. Check this out your mind in 30 seconds think of wyoming vermont and alaska right all the people that are in wyoming vermont and alaska crazy right they all have the, their entire own culture if you've ever been to those states they're different what about the next three north dakota south dakota and delaware right if you've ever been in north dakota south dakota there's whole people groups there then you got rhode island montana maine new hampshire all of these people these cultures these whole states right that's a ton of people we just talked about all those people is like 9.6 million people. That's a lot of folks. In Joe Biden's presidency alone, by the end of this month, that many illegal immigrants have come into the country. In four years. And we got a whole lot of time left in this year. By the end of it, it should be 15 million. I'm not saying you're being replaced, but you're a little bit stupid if you think that you're not. How about them apples? 15 million by the end of this month, that's more than 10 states in the United States of America's population. Is this the great white replacement theory? Very well could be. Is this more of an inclusive world that they're trying to build? Possibly. Or does this have something else to do with something else? A 4,344% increase in the amount of Chinese Military-aged men have come across that border. This is a country with 1.5 billion people. They could send 2, 3 million military-trained people to this country, and it would do nothing to them. And guess what? They did. Infiltration.
and invasion people. They're already here. The war has already begun. The first shots just have not rung out. You know, I wish we could go back to the days. And this is probably why the world is like this, right? It's probably why the world is like this right now. Like why this country can get invaded. But I wish we could go back to the days where we drank, we drank beer, beverages out of the skulls of our enemies. Sent a message. And I'm not trying to be violent or anything of that nature. I'm just trying to tell you that there is a time and a place for everything. And that this world is becoming highly unstable. And this country is being invaded because it was infiltrated. And it's coming to the point where good men are going to have to do something about it. It's coming to the point where Shit's going to hit the fan at some point, one point or another. Let me, I got more context to this. Let me bring that one up. Um, Let me bring, there was that one. Where is it? There's another, there's another article in here I wanted to bring up. Hmm. Well, I guess I don't have it up here. Oh, actually, I know where it is. My bad. And I'm not going to organize tonight. I'm just, there's, there's things happening and you got to stay on point of these things, right? There it is. That's what I was looking for. Super Bowl Sunday, nationwide crime wave. From coast to coast, according to reports, crime rates surged while Taylor Swift's boyfriend played his game. Petty thefts, burglaries, car thefts, and even shooting spiked as the nation turned to the big old game. All across the country, crime rates skyrocketed. We're seeing this all across the country. What's the other piece of news on this? We're not going to listen to all of this, but let's listen to Clayton and see what he has to say about this. Because he's going to give you a little context of kind of the idea of what's going to happen. Well, the U.S. border invasion is destroying America's biggest cities with crime, rampant crime, taxing city resources, of course, once reserved for people who pay taxes. And then combine that with defunding the police departments. And it's a perfect storm. Chicago is being ripped apart. Even Obama advisor David Axelrod admitted as much this weekend. You know, whatever you think about what Governor Abbott has done, it was diabolically clever because... Uh, by shipping these migrants to cities that call themselves, uh, uh, now I'm forgetting the phrase, but uh, that, that, sanctuary, that cities. sanctuary cities, yeah. uh, he has created issues. I come from Chicago. Chicago has been torn apart by this issue. New York has been torn apart by this issue. And suddenly Democrats are engaged in this issue in a different way mm-hmm. than they had been. So that, that has been very effective. But perhaps no city has had it worse than the Big Apple, America's largest sanctuary city. The great team over at muckraker.com found three massive migrant camps They're built using taxpayer dollars that were built on prime New York real estate. Watch this. Since Joe Biden was put in office, hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens have taken refuge in New York City, the largest sanctuary city in the United States. To handle this, numerous illegal alien compounds have been established on what was once prime New York real estate. Muckraker conducted the first ever investigation of three of these compounds. Anthony Rubin from muckraker.com joins us now, who is exposing these migrant camps. Uh, Anthony, welcome to the show. Uh, amazing work here. Uh, thanks for thanks for what you're doing. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. So how did you first learn about these migrant camps and who started building these? How long ago were they built? Uh, these have been around since, honestly, around when Joe Biden was put in office. And um, they are very expensive. For example, one of them, the Rowe Hotel, which has been around for years now. Um, It's estimated that that costs anywhere from $500 per day per person. And there's around 5,000 people in there at any given time, roughly speaking. 
Uh, so you can imagine, you know, just how expensive that is. The other one that we went to or that we that we saw was um, Randall's Island. That again estimated to cost around twenty million dollars per month to operate, right? And so this is all funded largely, well, entirely by New York State and the federal government. Of course, I guess that's obvious. And um, yeah, I mean, these things are massive. Between the three that we saw, we're talking, you know, five digits worth of people. Do we know which department on the federal side has been funding this into the states? Obviously, the state's coffers are being really taxed. We've heard from, you know. uh, So I'm going to stop it there. But you're starting to get the idea. 15 million people have come into our cities in the United States. Conservative governors are shipping into the largest cities in our country. So you got to ask yourself, what comes next? What comes next? I've talked about the firestorm event for a very long time. This is called social destabilization. This is the aspect that comes next. We predicted this many years ago in the sense where you have liberal governors, liberal attorney generals, George Soros appointed to attorney generals that come in. They start changing the laws. They start releasing the prisoners. Crime starts to increase. Crime gets so bad in the cities, it starts moving towards the outskirts. We begin to see aspects of social and cultural destabilization, like Venezuelan gangs running rampant in New York City, using mopeds to drag people down the street and steal their purse and their money. You're going to start seeing armed robberies. You're going to start seeing mass shootings. You're going to start seeing machete attacks. All of these things are rampant within their own countries because that's the crime and violence and the way they do things in their country. And now they're bringing it to the United States of America. But is there some type of end game? Do do they want to move to a point to where they completely destabilize the United States of America and bring her down to her knees and produce a high level of social and cultural destabilization? I do believe that that is within their ammunition, that within their pockets right now is the option to wage protests throughout every city in the United States of America. All they need is just one thing to do that and it happens every day and they can just exploit it with their news media. And when that happens and when those protests begin to incur and the police forces are distributed around those cities to maintain the protesting crowds, crime is going to begin running rampant throughout this country. That's when governments will topple. That's when mass amounts of people could potentially die. That's when our country delves into civil war and we didn't even know it. See, they want to take you and me by surprise. They don't want us to be able to organize. They don't want us to be able to communicate. And they don't want us to know when and where this is going to happen. Unfortunately for them, we've been paying very, very good attention. We know exactly what happens and what comes next. We've been paying attention to it for a very long time. Alex Jones, I I don't really care if you like him or not like him. It doesn't matter to me if you think he's a deep state shill or you think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He had on Brett Weinstein on his show today. This is a, a massive moment for our community, for the Patriot, the MAGA, the Q, all of these various different movements. And I'm going to show you kind of another aspect of this, too, outside of Brett Weinstein. Um, I just lost the post. I want to bring it back up, but I want to play this for you. Because Brett Weinstein, he's he's a liberal, 100% a liberal. He is somebody who is highly educated, highly intelligent. He is someone who came out against the COVID vaccine very, very early on. I wrote this today. I never thought I would see the day where Brett Weinstein is on InfoWars with Alex Jones. I don't care what you think about Alex. In my book, Brett is a well-respected and highly educated man who just a few years ago would have been calling us all conspiracy theorists. Today, he sees what is happening and it is blowing the whistle. This is a sign of the precipice, people. Take the time to listen to the teaser interview that drops tomorrow with Brett Weinstein and Alex Jones. And and if you watch the Tucker interview, maybe you've heard a lot of it, but let's take a listen to this. 
we want is a system that liberates individuals as meaningfully and as broadly as possible. That should be our guide. That's classically liberal. It is, it is classically liberal, and I believe it is also actually liberal, and it is a perfect match for what I find my many conservative friends believe as well, that this is the metric that we can use to test any system that we put in place. Does it liberate people or does it constrain them? If it liberates them meaningfully over the long term, it's a good thing. What they have recognized is that they have no use for us. And I wish that was an exaggeration, but you can see this so clearly in what they did to the public over COVID. I don't think we really have any choice but to rescue Western civilization. It is the best tool we've got, always has been. It's not to say that it can't use upgrading here and there, but we have to save it because your children, my children, and all of the grandchildren that we might ultimately have are depending on us to do it. And the idea of hypernovelty is that although human beings are the fastest evolving animal species that has ever existed, and that is largely the result of the fact that we evolve in a different way. We are actually able to evolve culturally, which is much more rapid than genetic evolution. But even though we are the fastest evolving animal species that has existed, the rate of technological change is so fast that even our evolutionary capacity... We can't catch up. We cannot keep up. And that is resulting in us being sick physically, psychologically, socially, and... What you're detecting as the, the collapse of civilization is really a manifestation of many different kinds of hypernovelty that is making it um, difficult for us to see what's in our interest. They are gambling with a planet that isn't theirs to destroy, that is actually, it is the, the birthright of every living person and it is the entitlement of all the people who will eventually live here. They are, they are gambling with it and they obviously don't know what they're doing. It is likely many of the deaths that occur as a result of these shots it's the result of the mrna platform itself that anything you loaded onto that platform would produce many of these pathologies because the platform itself is deeply flawed okay that's going to be a stellar interview but do we see people on the left are waking up they're seeing the world as we see it, okay? That, that's Brett Weinstein who's saying that right now. Now, there's another part here. And this has to do with a few, uh, a few things that you guys are going to like. So there's a, there's a reply that I sent to somebody today. And I even messaged him and maybe he'll reply to me. So Michael Schellenberger. This is one of the guys who first started the, uh, the, the breakout of all the, the Twitter stuff, the, the Twitter files. He came out today and said the FBI started spying on the Trump campaign after foreign governments by chance discovered evidence that his advisors were colluding with the Russians and the government says, but now multiple credible sources tell us that the CIA asked foreign allies to spy on 26 Trump associates. Okay. Now this was interesting, but we go down here and look what he says right here. There are people in the reply suggesting that we already knew this. He goes, no, no, we didn't. And no, you didn't. Only a tiny number of people knew about this until now. And we know in our story, if the top secret documents exist proving these charges, they are potentially proof that multiple U.S. intelligence agencies broke laws against spying and election interference. This is a massive scoop that upends what people knew about the origins of the Russian collusion hoax. And so he's going on like, and people ask, are you serious about this? Now, do you know why we're asking him if he's serious about this? There's a reason. That reason just happens to be this post right here. Yeah, dude, many of us knew this and reported it back in the day. Whether you still think it's a PSYOP or a conspiracy theory, Q laid the groundwork. All of us... Uh, all I have to say is future proves the past. Post 1745, July 28th, 2018. FISA equals a start. FISA, media conference of illegal acts and signers. FISA, media conference start of Hussein's spy campaign to rig an election was based on false info. FISA implicates HRC, Democratic Party, as feeders or false info with the intent of securing mainstream media and blast um, insurance. FISA implicates senior members of UK, MI6, 
SIS, U.S. Intel, White House, Five Eyes, Republican Party, Congress, Senate, of known corruption in effort to retain power and rig election plus safeguard events by political kill to act while in power given mainstream media fake push Russia narrative. Boom. We were talking about this in 2018. This motherfucker wants to come out and say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, we, 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 this is new. Michael Schellenberger, and I don't mean to call you a motherfucker, buddy. I'm sorry. I apologize. We were reporting on this in 2018. The reason you don't see any content on it is because we were deleted and censored. We were deleted and censored for this. But you know, you know what this goes back to? This goes back to the comment I left on. Future proves the past. Wow. A big freaking wow just right there. And if you go back to the drops, I mean, these go from 20, 2018 to 2020 with five eyes, right? So you have it right here. Read below slow and carefully. Five eyes. Why do former dignitaries still hold security clearances? U.S. to U.S. logged flags recorded. Um, U.S. and New Zealand, no logs, no flags, no records. U.S. security clearance authorization, five eyes view plus stock take. Read above slow and carefully. Why do we allow former dignitaries security clearances? Welcome to the deep state. Future proves the past. Guys, this is all happening now. This is all coming out right now. You can go read all the Five Eyes drops. Normally, intelligence passed on from a former member of the Five Eyes Alliance, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the US to another member comes through an official channel for intelligence sharing. However, Nunes, upon reviewing the document that formally launched the FBI's investigation, said there was no intelligence shared through official channels, meaning that the intelligence was shared through unofficial means. <coughs> What's Schellenberger saying here? That the CIA... CIA hit. Let's let's go back here. Let's let's pull up the articles that are being out. CIA had foreign allies spy on Trump team, triggering Russia collusion hoax. Sources say it's exactly what Q was talking about, guys. It's exactly what we were saying four or five years ago. Future proves the past. It's happening right now. This is all coming out now. Going into this, didn't we say that this would all come out? Didn't we say that there's going to be a time where it's going to be drip, drip, flood, that it's all going to start coming out? It's happening. So what should we do? Should we be excited about this? What else came out today? How about this one? FOIA documents reveal secret 2020 election day meeting with CISA, Dominion, ESNS, ERIC, FBI, and left organization, state officials, and others only recently discovered. <laughs> you know, what gets me about this isn't necessarily that all of these groups had a meeting, but the left organizations were a part of it. This agency effort to protect the 2020 election by surging coordination and collaboration with our partners across the national security space. In conclusion, because of these and other efforts, on November 12, 2020, government and industry representatives from the election security community issued a joint statement reflecting a consensus perspective that the 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. history. As you move out from Election Day, there will be tabulators that, uh, that may have internet connections to transmit the vote from the precinct to the county level to the state. Again, security controls in place, and as long as you have the paper, can't hack paper, right, right, right. you can run that process. Sure, dude. Obviously, that's not what happened, because they were able to steal the 2020 election. So what happened? Well, today we have evidence that a private meeting was organized by CISA, by that guy right there, officials, on November 3rd, 2020, at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time with select members of a secret election security initiative. This was an exclusive meeting of CISA officials and their exclusive election partners. This was held late in the afternoon on election day. It reportedly lasted for a half hour. The list includes over 200 names of individuals, government entities, private businesses, media outlets, and at least one tech giant. The list includes a curious mix of members of Dominion, ESNS, Eric Systems, Amazon, Runbeck, wasn't Runbeck hacked soon after that? I think they were. Absolutely they were. 
Microsoft's title, several Secretary of State offices, uh, the Associated Press, Amazon, and lefty groups. No right groups, lefty groups. Several high-profile individuals were invited to the call, including Jennifer Morell with the Elections Group, Ryan Macias with the Lafayette Group, Eric Coomer with Dominion, and Jocelyn Benson with the controversial Michigan Secretary of State. So what does this prove? Nothing at the moment, but it opens up a can of worms. But do you see what we're talking about? This is the drip, drip, drip flood. This is Donald Trump indicated this just a few weeks ago with his truths. He put out, maybe we should just let it all out. Now it's coming out. Now things are beginning to flow. It's almost like the pause that Trump talks about was for a reason. It was for the people to catch up, not you and me, but the normies to catch up with what was happening in the world. And now they've suffered so long under Joe Biden. They're just hearing all the rhetoric coming out of Washington, like the economy is going God. And people are like, oh, dude, I just paid $80 for a tank of gas. The economy's not doing good. The market just crashed because inflation data went back up again. And people aren't buying it this time. And so what happens is people begin turning on those that promised them everything and gave them nothing. And so now that information slowly drips out and people begin to see the size of the corruption, the size of the beast of the machine that is running this world and running this country. Bidenomics, all jobs recovered post-COVID under Joe Biden, went to foreign-born workers, including illegals. 15 million of them, all these jobs that are coming in. Per the Center of Immigration Studies, all employment growth has gone to foreign-born. 183,000 fewer U.S.-born Americans are working than in 2019 before COVID. Yet the number of immigrants, legal and illegal, working is up 2.9 over 2019. The analysis by the Center of Immigration Studies is based on the current population survey collected by the Census Bureau and the Bureau of Labor Statistics. They focus on the peak years of prior economic expansions, 2006, 2019, as well as 2023, because it's the most recent quarterly data available. Immigrants, legal and illegal together, in the CPS are often referred to as foreign-born and include all persons who are not U.S. citizens at birth, primarily naturalized citizens, lawful permit holders, long-term temporary visitors, guest workers, and illegal immigrants. Comparing the fourth quarter of 2019 to the fourth quarter of 2023 shows 2.7 million more people working in the United States, 2.9 more immigrants, legal and illegal, and 183,000 fewer U.S.-born Americans. The Great White Replacement Theory. There's another part of this. So you get the great white replacement theory. You have the toppling of the United States of America. You have the transition of the United States of America into nothing more than a what? A Marxist state. Now, you'd imagine that they would have to take over the next generation. They'd have to get the next generation to think in a certain way, to act in a certain way, to be a certain way. Check this out. This is foreigners in the UK, but I want you to watch this video and understand this is the kids of today. This is the generation of today. Fucking traffic lights on red, so they've stopped fucking walking. Foreign students. <laughs> it's not a sidewalk, man. They stopped at the crosswalk because the driving light was red. They waited for it to turn green and then went. We are in big trouble with this generation. The good thing is with this generation is that some kids have parents like you. Some kids have parents like us who instill within their kids the reality of the world who put a moral and ethical framework within that family unit, within that household, and within that community. That's truly what's going to save Western society and the United States of America. 
are people like you and me. We are the only ones that can do it. Because right now there is a battle on for the control of your mind, the control of everything that you do think, say, and will ever buy and consume in your life. We're talking about social destabilization. That's coming to a large degree. When they can't win through other means, when they can't stop Donald Trump in November, when when all the cards are played and they have no other options left, that is going to be played. The other part of that is before that card's played, you will see this happen. Today, we had some economic news. Hotter than expected. Inflation is up 3.1% over last year. Inflation went up. Biden economics, though. Biden economics. I thought I thought everything was good. Overall prices are up 17.9% since Biden took office. Stock market crashed a little bit today. It's going to get a lot worse. It'll probably go up. Then it'll come down. Gonna go up. Gonna go down. But they're saving that caveat for that moment, for that time when they need it. You got to remember, they own the majority of all the blue chips. They can drop the stock market at any day that they want. Now, over the last weekend, you have Joe Biden come out there and put the laser eyes, which represents Bitcoin, on his personal profile on X. Bitcoin skyrocketed yesterday and tumbled a little bit today. What was that an indication of? What was that a message of? To me, that was a message of there's a crash coming, economic crash coming. Telling the big guys, get your money in Bitcoin. Get your money in cryptocurrency. It's going to be a good hedge. Is that what he's saying? I don't know. But do we have indications that a crash is coming? U.S. companies are discussing cost-cutting, mass layoffs, and operational efficiency on earning calls at a record late, according to Morgan Stanley. This explains record low employment rate. Guys, they've manipulated the economy so much they can no longer hide it. That's what 2024 is going to all be about. Catherine Herridge, CBS News, follow the pen, Catherine, has uh, been let go from CBS News. So where are we going to follow Catherine to? I have a feeling that Catherine is going to go on over to X, probably join the Tucker Carlson Network, but go over to X. That's my thoughts. Or work with John Solomon over there. I don't know. But you're going to be seeing a lot more of her, and she's going to be talking a lot more. So Catherine Herridge, um, John Solomon are, are two of the, the primary people that um, were reporting on a lot of the stuff with the Russia collusion originally. Now, John Solomon, if you know the back-end story, John Solomon um, and Sarah Carter received information um, in early 2016 prior to the election. Black car pulled up when they were working on a story, gave them a file folder. It was someone they recognized. They've never said this person's name. It was someone high up and important. They gave them a file folder and said, investigate this. And they are the ones who went and started uncovering all this stuff. Interesting enough, all the stuff that was per pertained in that was a lot of the same stuff that came out within the Q drops. So we find out that Vladimir Putin says that he's tried to talk to Joe Biden, but nothing ever, ever works. That he's already tried to, to uh, end the whole ordeal in Ukraine. And we find out today that uh, this is actually true. Joe Biden rejected a proposal from Vladimir Putin to halt the war in Ukraine. Sources have told Reuters that this approach from Putin offered what some Kremlin figures saw as the best hope for some form of peace. But Biden and his regime rejected the proposal without countering as one Russian source lamented. Everything fell apart with the Americans. <clears throat> they met in Turkey in late 2023, according to the three Russian sources. A fourth diplomatic source said that there had been Russian-U.S. unofficial contacts uh, through intermediaries at Russia's initiative, but they had appeared to have come to nothing on resolution. So Putin wasn't lying about that. How about Tony Bobulinski? He tells Congress today that Biden sold out America, says Joe Biden has enabled his son to sell access to the most dangerous adversaries. And we know this. And we just had the special counsel's investigation wrap up with absolutely no criminal criminal charges. Did, did you ever, did you see all the people out there, Brian, Brian Krasenstein? 
You get you guys ever heard Brian Krasenstein on a fucking Twitter space? Brian Krasenstein. So Brian Krasenstein's out there saying the difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump is that Donald Trump is getting gonna be convicted and Joe Biden has no charges. The difference between Joe Biden's confidential and classified documents case and Donald Trump's is Donald Trump has a legal right and precedence to those documents. Joe Biden was vice president and has none. It should have been illegal from the get-go of Joe Biden having classified documents. He was vice president and does not have the same privileges as the president. But you didn't see any of that because it's a just us system. It's not for you. It's for them. They get off with fucking murder. That's who these people are. And it doesn't, guys, it doesn't matter if they're left or right. It's all of them. Yeah, they, yay, they impeached Mayorkas today. It's dead in the Senate. And and even if it passed the Senate, the hell do you think, who who are they going to replace him with? Someone 10 times as worse. I mean, yeah, they impeached Mayorkas. Yay, Congress did something we asked them to do that they should have done a year ago. And it's not going to pass the Senate. Although the Constitution does say that it doesn't have to pass the Senate, that he's impeached because Congress did it. But nobody's listening. Nobody cares out there. According to a new survey, military units are not ready for a combat deployment, according to a recent survey of those currently serving. Last fall, the author distributed a survey of 229 service members currently serving the U.S. military. Each individual is given the opportunity to anonymously anonymously express his or her views on various issues concerning the military, including diversity, equity, inclusion training, and coercion by leadership to get the COVID-19 jab. Asked whether the United States could win a war against a near-peer like China, Iran, North Korea, or Russia, Officer Johnson offered a definite no as his answer. According to the survey, 188 of the survey's 229 participants agreed, approximately 82% expressing that the U.S. could not win a war against such a foreign adversary. Go back to the COVID. Remember what I told you they were trying to do? That people were leaving the military from critical component systems, combat component systems, whether it's it's years of experience, whether it's uh, you know being a subject matter expert in a various different field, whether it's just leadership. These people were forced out and coerced out of those positions. And then you have the vaccine injured. I made a, 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 a not a funny comment, but another comment. The 4,388% increase in the amount of Chinese military-aged men that come across our border is almost equivalent to the amount of rise in heart problems and cancers in our military members since the mRNA vaccine. So there's another component. They wanted to weaken our military. Why? Because they already invaded our country. I guarantee you there's over a million Chinese soldiers already in the United States, already deployed to various different states, already heavily armed, trained, and know their missions. And it's not going to be the military. It's not going to be the police that defend you, our towns, our country. It's going to be you and me. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow for everybody. I know people are out there like, you're doom and gloom. No, dude, this is reality. And we have to accept reality. We have to understand that this this is what is happening in the world. Okay? We have to wake up to this. And one day we might wake up to something else. This happened in Greece over the night. Check this out. Without electricity, ATMs are offline. I have my money stuck on this machine over here. It just turned off the entire neighborhood without electricity. That is what it feels, a black swan event. Black swan event. All the electricity just shut off. And we could see the economy collapse. 12 hours later, black swan event, cyber attack. A few hours later, Chinese military on the move, taking over various cities, infiltrating Washington, D.C. It would be the perfect storm. And this country would be taken down within a matter of hours. 
and they could easily do it. China could wake up. You could wake up tomorrow and China is selling U.S. bonds on the market, crashing the dollar, allowing the stock exchange to absolutely tumble, producing a mass cataclysmic economic collapse. People completely oblivious to what's going on go to the grocery store to buy toilet paper and paper towels. Patriots, people like you and me, we're going and getting canned goods. But by the time you get to the grocery store, the shelves are empty. Next thing you know what happens is the electricity gets shut down. A cyber attack has occurred on critical infrastructure. Your debit cards no longer work. People begin rioting and protesting and taking to the streets. Mass chaos ensues. During this time frame, sleeper cells of Chinese military special forces, Iranian military special forces of Unit 910 from Hezbollah begin being activated. They go and they break into police stores, lockers. They take guns and weapons. They break into armies, armories, National Guard stations. They take over the National Guard stations. They get the fentanyl out of the police lockers. They put it into the water supply. Millions of people dead within just a few hours. And not a shot was fired by our military. By the time martial law is declared, by the time the military is, is moving, cities have fallen. States have crumbled. Millions have died. That is a potential of what could happen this year. And I don't mean to be doom and gloom, and I don't want to be doom and gloom, but that is worst case scenario. And it could all happen in one day, people. Biden today, for as long as I'm president, if Putin attacks a NATO ally, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory. Well, guess what, people? That was the warning sign that you needed. Expect some false flag of a NATO ally coming here soon. Probably Poland or Germany, Finland blamed on Russia. They want to take Russia down more than ever right now. We've already known that Germany came out a few weeks ago. We had leaked documents that said Germany intelligence agency had learned of a plan of a Russian terrorist attack on Germany. It's bullshit. It's garbage. We know it was. Poland comes out, says they're preparing for war. Germany and Poland are moving forces to Finland, to the to the Russian border. They're, they're building up forces in Ukraine, getting ready to launch a match of defenses. I mean, offenses. I mean, defensive, right? You're going to see a terrorist attack. You're going to see some type of NATO ally hit. It's going to be blamed on Russia, and that's going to escalate the war into full-fledged conflict. The same thing is potentially going to happen in the Middle East with Iran. This was something that we talked about the other day with Iran. After meeting with Iran, Syria to Israel. We are ready for war. So Syria is now engaging with Israel in warfare, are going to make the statement of war. And Iran is going to back them and join them. We have Egypt on the border of Israel. I don't think they're going to do anything. But if anything comes on over to Egypt's side, they are absolutely going to respond. We have the whole world, Eastern Europe and the Middle East, in the midst of chaos. Do you think that those people in those countries are going to let the United States go wrinkle-free this time? They want the whole world in chaos because it's through the chaos that they can control the outcome. It's through the chaos that they can implement the global slave state. It's through the chaos that the new world order, the Marxist new world order, can be ushered in. And it's coming, people. Now, will we survive? Will we, will we thrive? I think we will. I think that states are going to do what they need to do. Uh, big shout out to uh, Smokey Joe out there who posted this from RT.com. But uh, seems uh, the, the jig is up. This is from RT.com's news report on Ukrainian biolabs. Listen to this. As it spins. Hold on, let me refresh that. Boop, boop, boop. Wait, well, X loads. Doo, doo, doo. 
And that's from Stormy Joe guys, John Rambo there on Twitter. He's had I don't agree with everything he said, but this is a good one. Carrying out drug trials on Ukrainians for nearly a decade. Even oh. newborns were said to be involved. Really? Now, this all allegedly took place following the 2014 coup. Oh, no. Auntie Steve Sweeney picks up the story. Oh, wow. Reconstruction work is taking place across Mariupol, with many of the buildings here destroyed during the fighting. More is being discovered about what happened in the city along the way. In December 2023, construction workers at this former psychiatric hospital made a shocking discovery. In this basement, they found a trove of documents and medication indicating that mass clinical trials had taken place on the local population for many years. Many different drugs have been tested according to the files and the documents that we found. This map indicates the scale of the operation with experiments taking place at at least eight centres across the city. Authorities believe that this is just the tip of the iceberg. We found documents that suggested thousands of people have been involved in experiments with trials carried out for major pharmaceutical companies, including Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Sanofi, GlaxoSmithKline and others. Bloods and other samples were collected and then sent to labs and clinics in Europe and the United States for testing, the results of which are unknown. That's just a tease. What does that mean is that when Russia came out and said there was U.S. bio labs in operating in Ukraine, when Vladimir Putin came out just the other day in the Tucker interview and said that this started in 2014, where were the cries of the West when children were dying in Donetsk, in Donbass? This is what he was talking about. He went to the United Nations Security Council multiple times about the genocide that was occurring, the, the ethnic cleansing of the Slavic people that was occurring in eastern Ukraine by the Ukrainian people. This was a part of it. Who ran those biolabs? Germany ran them. It was under contract through the United States through the Defense Intelligence Agency, through Black and Beach, and another company called Metabiata, which ran all the administrative aspects of that, was directly involved, which was owned by Hunter Biden. Well, partially owned by Hunter Biden. The, uh, the internet is in uproar right now over uh, an eyewitness UFO reportedly caught on video shooting down nuclear warhead during test launch. Government would have made the footage, government made the footage disappear. Now, this is uh, U.S. Air Force officer Bob Jacobs and Major Florence Mansman claimed to have viewed the recording in the 1964 encounter before the tape went missing. Now, this was in 1964. He talks about a disc-shaped object with a circular golf ball thing on the side that shot at a dummy nuclear warhead, a beam, which they believed was plasma. Now, this kind of is interesting because we've heard of these things before. This is a little bit older. But listen to Bob talk to Bill Nye, the science guy, who's a fucking asshat. But I want you to listen to what he says here. Over the interest of time, Dr. Jacobs, he takes pictures, he comes back, they call him in. They show him the pictures. I of this saw it. I'm an eyewitness. He saw it. I'm not talking about okay, and they, con they confiscated it. Yeah. Why? Not, well, not, I wouldn't be surprised. Hello? Well, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. I, you mind if I speak, Mr. Comedian? Go ahead. I was there. I was there. I saw the film with my own eyes. I'm not lying. Why would I? I'm a university professor with a PhD and a lot of years of, of good, respectful research. So. They, the guys from Officer may not have seen the UFO, but they saw the results of it. I saw the damn thing on film with my own eyes, so don't call me a liar, and you weren't there. I, I was. With all due respect, I'm not calling you a liar. It's just quite a step to say there was a film with remarkable images on it that the CIA confiscated. Which I it's saw and which they did. Yeah, which is quite a step from there to say it was definitely a spacecraft from another civilization. That's the leap it was, that the skeptical it was, community is reluctant to hey, take. Hey, pal, li listen to me. I didn't say it was a, a spaceship from another civilization. I said it was something in the air that we couldn't identify. Therefore, it was an unidentified flying object. It was shaped like two saucers put together with a golf ball on top, and it fired a beam that we assumed was a plasma beam at a dummy warhead and knocked it out of space. Tell me what happened. Tell me who did that. Tell me in 1964 who had that technology, pal. Not us, and not the Russians, and nobody I know of. So, so what's your skeptic. conclusion? What about it? Well, so what's your conclusion? What's your conclusion? What are you saying? Well, my conclusion is that something I... happened that you don't know what it was, 
And I wouldn't be surprised if it had something to do with another aspect of military testing in the sky that night. And it's a it's much for, more reasonable we explanation. Not, we, had, than, we had nothing. There okay. was nothing in our inventory that could so possibly let's do, do let's that. So let's, let's do this other little thought experiment, everybody. Okay, let's say this. And Bill Nye just makes an ass of himself. Well, Bob Jacobs absolutely makes an ass of him. So what was really happening here? We're beginning to realize that a lot of what's happening right now in this world is for control of that technology. And that we have two options here. That technology stays suppressed. The Marxist governments come in and they put us into a digital slave matrix, 15-minute cities. Not many of us survive, only maybe 15% of the global population. Or we got this other option here. Sovereign nations rising up, taking down the evil in the world, releasing this technology once and for all, and humanity finally entering another golden age. I vote for the golden age. We're headed into some very rough waters, people. It's going to be rough for a little while here. I know you know this. I know this. Be prepared. Have emergency food. Have emergency water. Have emergency power if you need it. Gasoline. Toilet paper. Important. Um, carry a few bottles of vodka. It's a great disinfectant for wounds or whatever. Also, great thing to trade. Have a way to defend yourself. 12-gauge shotgun. Rounds are cheap. Buy birdshot. You don't need an AR-15. Get a pistol if you need to. Know how to use it. Know how to shoot it. We are entering rough waters. I urge everybody to have the ability to take care of themselves. Have a plan. That's key. Have a plan. A lot of this we'll talk about on Social Red Pill. Thursday, we have the live Q&A. That's with myself. Um, that will be, uh, we'll talk about a lot of this probably then. So if you guys want to join in on that, you can go join Social Red Pill. Um, subscriptions help support everything that we do. Um, an update on decentralized media. Uh, we are going to be launching two new shows this week, but I think they're going to be coming in next week. So uh, we got a new guy that's going to be coming in. He's going to be doing uploading and configuring all the channels and getting everything all running. So we got to get him all trained up. And uh, once that happens, we're going to have some new shows. The new shows, if you're wondering who they're going to be with, uh, we got Dr. Christiane Northrup and Dr. Lee Merritt coming on board with us. Um, we have a Chinese language show that will be launching as well for a Chinese audience that we're going to be uh, pushing a lot of content out to and uh, a few other shows. So um, that's just kind of what we got now. I can't really mention too many names, but there's more to come, guys. And, and decentralized media is, is a real thing and it's actually happening right now. It's under the platform of the Red Pill Project, but it's evolving um, and it's uh, going to be it's going to be awesome. It's going to be exactly what I want it to be. And, and that's a beautiful thing. Completely decentralized, unable to be demonetized and unable to be censored. And so that's what we're shooting for. So listen, get prepared out there. Keep your heads up. Be vigilant. We're here with you, man. I know it's a rough time in the world. It's a rough time to be alive, but it's a great time to be alive because you know what? We are in the midst of a period of time that history will talk about for generations to come. Some of our names, which the world might not know, will be known tomorrow. Could be the heroes of the next war or the heroes of the next battle or the ones that rose up against a deep state and didn't sit down. That's you. That's me. We're Americans, people. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. Don't forget Pet Club 247. If you want to get your orders in, they do sell out fast. Redpills.tv slash mushroom. Redpills.tv slash mushrooms. You can also do redpills.tv slash pets or redpills.tv slash coffee. And that'll take you there. But you can get to all of those same places just by going to that link. If you have any questions about any of that stuff, hit me up. Much love, respect. God bless. Take care, guys. See you guys next time. Bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.